Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. This is Dan. I'm here with Big Cass. Big Cass, you are in Wisconsin in a hotel right now. I I, I love it. Um, how's the road trip going? Let's start off there because it's a big big weekend of road trips for the podcast. Uh, the road trip was nice. It was a nice smooth ride through uh to Milwaukee. That's where we're at right now. Or if you go by our GPS, Milwaukee, but. Uh, <laughs> Which I think is funny, but tomorrow we head to Madison um, to check out the campus, check out the facilities, find out you know where we're going, and it should be a lot of fun. This will be my fourth, fifth, no, Michigan, Purdue, Rutgers, Northwestern, so my fifth uh, Big Ten stadium that I'm going to go see a live football game in, not counting the horseshoes, so I'm definitely excited for this. Uh, Luke Fickle and company night game. It's going to be 40, 40 degrees at kickoff. No rain. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And so far, Wisconsin's been a lot of fun. Been drinking a lot of spotted cow beer tonight, having some brewskis, you know, enjoying the nice, cool weather up here. But I'm, I can't wait. I'm going to be ready for some football. Now, being in Wisconsin for the past, you know, five six hours today is there a noticeable difference like in just wisconsin versus ohio that we should know for those who haven't been is there anything like obvious that like would be a glaring difference um not really (laughs) um except their love of the milwaukee bucks is phenomenal up here obviously you come i can see that as soon as you come into Milwaukee, you have a obviously you know you you know Giannis uh, is a big thing, but you see Damian Lillard's face, a guy who you know they just brought in. The tonight was their season opener. Um, we were down at the it was what it's kind of like the short the the North Market. Okay. We were down at like this market and stuff. We had uh. Had dinner, had nice, you know, had some cheese curds and is there some more beer. water? Is there like more water and stuff? Yes, Lake Michigan. Okay, um, gotcha. Lake Michigan. I tell you what, Lake Michigan is beautiful. If you go up to Lake Erie, it looks kind of brownish, but this is like ocean blue water. Um, it's it's really nice. Um, but like again, you know, when you talk about sports, they're all. They're all about the bucks up here. And I told the uh, bartender down at the hotel or the upstairs at the hotel lobby bar, uh, I was like, he's like, so he's like, we're watching our bucks tonight, but you're going to be watching your bucks Saturday night. And I was like, that is correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we got, it's good to be previewing the game, everything that's going on with Michigan. I I just got to <laughs> say like, I hope, I, I I'm positive our our players were just not on social media this week. I feel like that was a memo. I feel like internally that was discussed. I feel like the boys are locked in. Um, I hope they are playing with a chip on their shoulder and confidence now. After you know, like, hey, the only reason the team's beating you because they knew every play in a row. Like, I feel like the boys are going to be buzzing on Saturday. They're going to be buzzing. I, they know what's going on uh-huh. with Michigan, but they're not. 
they're not falling into the trap with all this that's going on. No. The team that the team that you honestly should be worried about is the University of Michigan and their players. Because you know this has to be definitely a distraction up there in Ann Arbor. Luckily, they play Purdue at home. Um, so you know there's a huge distraction going on up there, you know, especially with the Big Ten and NCAA being on campus and you know, talking to coaches, taking time out of their taking time out of Michigan's prep for Purdue to go in and talk to this. It's definitely the scratching up in Ann Arbor. Absolutely. Um, I don't think it's a distraction in Columbus. Um, you know, obviously the coaches here in, in Columbus are kind of piling it off. But also Luke Fickle kind of like coming out this week and saying, you know, um, not always the better team will win. Will win. And I think that's going to add a little fuel to Ohio State. You know, what? like, what are you trying to say, Coach Fick? Like, are you trying to say that, you know, we're not going to be up for the challenge up here at Camp Randall? I, 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 called. I, I think I think he just is confident in his team there. You know, I mean, oh, yeah, absolutely. But they, they never said, you know, we know no one ever said that they were going to win the national title this year. But they're still they're in they're five and two and they're in contention to win the West still. So like they have a lot of great goals in front of them. This is a very good football team. And like, yes, they lost Mordecai, but this the lock kid that they got coming in. He let a game-winning drive last week and everything. And he's a freshman. He looks solid. Um, I I, I do gotta commend Luke Fickle. I do think, you know, this is a very stereotypical hard-nosed Wisconsin team he's got going here um they're not going to blow you away with the skill guys but they do what they need to do and what they do best yeah and, and, that, and that's the thing it, it comes down to it's not believe it or not it's you know we talk about Ohio State's offense blah 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 but I think it's the game where I think it's Ohio State's defense are they up for the challenge I oh, think I agree I think this game lands more on Ohio State's defense than um than um Ohio State's offense. However, I watched that Iowa Wisconsin game. That was brutal. That was terrible to watch. Um both teams were so bad. Um obviously this will be the best offense that Penn uh, Wisconsin will see all season. I mean, I just don't think they have they're they're very well coached. We know that. I just don't think they have the athletes on offense to compete with Ohio State. And I think, I think just the way Ohio State's defense is playing with this confidence, playing with their chip on their shoulder, I I think still it relies on can Ohio State's defense get up for this game and their offense. But that place is going to be rocking Saturday. I think Wisconsin. Has the is going to have the atmosphere? They're going to have the confidence. They're five and two. They're they got they got the smooth the quick sail right into the West to get to win the West. But they do have to play the Ohio State Buckeyes. No, it's absolutely you're absolutely right, Cass. I will say with Wisconsin too, they cannot be against this the way the Ohio State defense is playing. They cannot be a one dimensional offense. Braylon Allen is a very good back. I mean, he's a monster. He's like 240 pounds. Um, and that screams to me that we're probably going to be playing Cody Simon more. Just the way the style of this game is. I'm just saying that like – Tony Styles and Cody Simon are going to play a lot more. Yeah, maybe a little C.J. Hicks. I don't know. 
Um, I just don't think this I wouldn't be surprised this is a game that's this is the type of game that maybe Steel might not be like most suited for. But anyway, not my point. Um Wisconsin cannot be um one dimensional. So they're gonna like they're gonna have to get the pass going. And I do I will say I this is a hot take. I do think their receivers are actually like I'm looking at it. Their receivers are a little more experienced and deeper than Penn State's. Um, so, it, but I just don't know if the I don't believe the offense they run is going to really create fits for Ohio State. Um, the one thing that they really like to do, which I was watching a lot in the Illinois game, I saw they threw at least two touchdowns on this play. Just simple flat routes to the tight end near the goal line. We have to watch those. Like you know. Um, the, the just our linebackers be ready to crash on those the second they get the ball and can't. Allow it just it just comes down to Ohio State's being disciplined on on defense. Offensively, yeah. offensively they have no, they they don't. I think just I think on offensively I don't. They got a good defense, but they don't have the personnel to cover. They have nobody to cover our receivers, especially with getting Omeko Buka back this week. You have Cade Stover. You have. Um, Marvin Harrison Jr. You get Travion Henderson back. You think? <laughs> you think? You know. I know they said he's full goes, but getting so, our so weapons which, back. So which running back's going to be out then? Is my question. Yeah. Mayan Williams. That's my guess. Pro- Mayan probably didn't even travel. Like you heard it here like, first. <laughs> like I, I tend to believe this offense for Ohio State is going to have one of their best games. I really do. I think just. You know, steel. I mean, I just think with them, with the everybody's from last week, this hard fought win, but people still saying, Oh, you didn't do a very good job running the football, which I think they did. That's just my opinion. Um, because you take away the four sacks, we don't average 1.9 yards rushing. I, people just need to stop watching the box score, but we're also getting running back, our running back that has better vision. That's not going to. One that's not going to be Mayan Williams and miss those open lanes like he did last week. I think the offensive line is getting so much better that I think this offense is going to be really good Saturday. I think they're going to have their best game. Now, do I think they're going to score 40 points? No, no, no. I, if we score 40 points, you know what the crazy part is? This team could score 40 points. They wouldn't get any credit, sadly. Um, no. But I, I mean, if we get, I think if we break 30 on them, it's a great day. If I think the target spot we need to be at to win this game comfortably is probably about 25. Um, it, it's Wisconsin. They're not going to put up massive amounts of points. Like if we, unless we make, they're going to slow the game down. They absolutely are. But I do think like our, our defensive line is so dominant. I think we should be able to win the line of scrimmage there. And then I was watching some of their highlight clips and some of the game film, um, they're they have big problems with just kind of stopping the run up the middle. So yeah. I mean, I think our offensive line should at least be able to blow them off the ball. And then the difference is just going to be our receivers. It, it sounds like a good chip tram game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. It's it just someone. Yeah, whoever can run straight up the gut, like hit the hole and go. You, honestly, Hayden it might be more of a Dallin game. I gotta say. Well, I, I agree with you, but I, I don't think Dallin's going to play. I think Dallin's going to play against Michigan. That's just my. I my thought, initial thought. Um, I just I, think I have. Oh, I have my theory for Michigan too. I know how we counteract the signs. By the way, I I have I like I thought of this whole thing, like <laughs> Ryan Day, Keenan Bailey, 
whoever, if, if any of you listen to this show, hear me out. You got to install the beast offense right now. <laughs> Cass, you know what the beast offense is? No, enlighten me. All right. It's like you're literally going to just overload the line with like six guys. <laughs> so it's going to be like all linemen. And you're literally just going to have a couple like skill guys. And it's going to be like three yards and a cloud of dust, except you're using all linemen and you just overload the side. So like if you're into the boundary and there's like you just and there's only like four guys there and you have like seven guys, you double team basically <laughs> everyone and you just yeah. like, and no one knows how to defend it. And like we just come out with that. And that would just shock them. We do that for like a couple drives. And then we go back to like, just call it playing. Like we got to have something up our sleeve for Michigan. I think we should do the beast and just out tough them because they're not tougher than us. Like it's been proven that they're not tougher. They just knew the signs. And I was like, I, I got to get this off my chest. I was wondering like, what, what, you know, what happened? Like what happened with coach Mickey Marotti? Like how did everyone get so much weaker? Like, I feel like his stuff, it was not about toughness at all. It was just about knowledge. <laughs> Yep, it is. But going back to Wisconsin, yes, um, back to Wisconsin. You know, I I've been flirting around with this all week, and I just don't think Wisconsin has the offense. But they are going to slow the game down. And I got looked at like I was crazy, but it kind of makes sense. This line is fourteen, right? I think the Buckeyes get out of Madison with a twenty-three. To ten to twenty three to six victory. I don't think I I I see Wisconsin not scoring a touchdown. Twenty three to six, Bucks win, and they cover. <laughs> I, I I think twenty four thirteen for me. So no cover for the Buckeyes for you. No, but it'll be a comfortable win. I mean, twenty four thirteen is a comfortable win. I think we'll get control. And then we'll just kind of maintain it. It won't be a pretty win with 24 points. Like it's a Luke Fickle defense. So it's going to be tough to score. But I do think at least one time Braylon Allen will be able to get into the end zone for them. Uh, you know, I'll go and say 23 7 then. But give Braylon Allen his flowers. Braylon Allen his flowers. I, I, that's fair. 23-7. So. But, yeah, I mean, I can't wait to go to Camp Randall. You know, it's going to be a lot of fun and it's going to be a night game. I can't wait to see jump around. That's why, like, I hope, like, if I hope we don't get our 23rd point until the fourth quarter. That way it's still, like, maybe a one or two, uh, one or two uh, points. Yeah, you want you know, to see a lively jump around. Yeah, yeah. So, so what I got? That's that's all I got. Um, we gotta do our picks real quick. Um, let me pull up. Let me pull up the thing. The slate. The slate. Let's see. I had it. Oh, here we go. College football schedule. All right. Let's. We'll see. do even. We'll do something fun too because it starts on Friday. What starts on Friday? The World Series. Oh, okay. I like that. I'll I'll add it. I'll add it to our little graphic at the bottom. 
Let's do it. All right, hold on. I'm just there's some decent games this week, but like I'm trying to find the best ones. Um All right, let's do Oregon at Utah 3:30. I like Oregon. I really do and I'm really high on Oregon. Um but I know Utah's a tough place to play. What's the spread again? Uh hold on. I'm pull, I have to pull out my phone. Oregon's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Ooh, I like Oregon to win the game, but I'm taking Utah. You said six-and-a-half points? Yeah. Ooh, I think it's going to be down to the wire. So you're taking who? I'm taking Utah, but I like Oregon to win the game. I'm gonna take Oregon outright. There's some dog. They are just that's a good team, honestly. This is Bo Nick's Heisman game. One of them. I mean, dude, the offenses are completely different. Like it's yeah. Um, Oregon has the second best offense. Utah has the set the 158th. I think they're the second worst. Um here's I, an interesting one. At two, well, at three thirty, because I'm I keep forgetting I'm an hour behind and all the times are weird. Um, BYU at Texas, no, no, Quinn Ewers, Quinn Ewers, and it's a nineteen point. BYU is a nineteen point dog. Texas wins, but they do not cover. That's a lot of points uh, without I, your starting I still, quarterback. I still no, because hear me out. Um, I still like because Texas, even without yours, they have Malik Murphy, who's supposed to be like a dog, people say. Yeah, but they struggled mightily with uh Houston last week. Yeah, but I think that was more of just like they weren't expecting to put Murphy in the game. Murphy's a dog. Like once if you give him a week of prep, I think they cover that, believe it or not. All righty. I'll be crazy and go with Texas. Believe it, Penn State's a 32-point favorite, by the way, against Indiana. I know we're not picking that, but no. here's an interesting one. This is a lot of oh, pits, two and five. Never mind. I just happened to look at the record. But Duke-Louisville. I like Louisville because it's at home for them. And Yeah, Louisville is a – Louisville is a four and a half point favorite. And I like Louisville too. And they're coming off that loss from to Pitt. Yeah, and Duke. And Duke. Uh they don't have their quarterback yet. No, they don't. It's I like Louisville. Four and a uh, four and a half point favorite. Um oh here hear hear me out. My Dan's degenerate pick of the week at noon. Oklahoma goes to Kansas, and that is where Oklahoma seasons go to die in that state. Um, and Kansas is good; they're five and two. Like Kansas could win this game, so I'm going with Kansas. Okay. What about Colorado UCLA? Colorado travels to UCLA. I feel like this could be a high scoring game. UCLA is a sixteen and a half point favorite, but something tells me to go with Coach Prime and to cover that spread. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, I agree. That's 16 and a half points against Coach Prime is a lot of points. 
It is. It really is. And they're coming off a bye. I think they'll be ready. All righty. We got one more, and then we'll do our World Series pick. How about the game you're going to? Tennessee and Kentucky, three and a half. Like I feel like I should recuse myself. I got a lot of good people on both sides of this game. I'm, yeah, I love Joe Milton. I love my bud Mike. Like, uh, this is. I think I'm going to recuse myself. But Cass, who are you picking? I'm taking the. I'm taking Kentucky at home. And this one, I'm taking. I don't think we've ever done this before. I'm taking the over. Can I just take the over? Because I don't want to pick a winner or a loser. I just want. Can I, take, <laughs> can I say it's going to be a high-scoring game. Hold on. What's the over? Oh, fifty-one and a half. Yeah, fifty-one and a half. That's twenty-six points from each team. Absolutely. I even put. I even put that for our graphic. Taking the over fifty-one and a half. Mm-hmm. All right, Arizona and Texas World Series. Nobody thought it was going to be this one. I really wanted Phillies Texas, but I want like something screams. Arizona with the upset. But I'm taking I, I I think I'm taking the Rangers to win it all in six. I'm taking I, I agree with the Rangers. Because the Dimebacks it's a nice story, but like on paper, the Rangers are just such a better team. Yeah. I'm taking them in six. I'm a big like Josh Young too. He's such an underrated player. Um, Jonah Himes, a beast. Like, oh, um, Leody Tavares. Like, I think the Leody Tavares hot take is just as good as Corbin Carroll. Like, I think he's gonna be the same type of player. Um, yeah, I, and they got Scherzer. I think that's the best pitcher in this series. Like Zach Gallon, I guess, but maybe. But like, he he hasn't been that great this postseason. So, how many games? I'll do seven. You going to go all the way seven? Yeah. I'll, I'll say Rangers in seven. Leody Tavares, MVP. I was going to pick the same MVP. He's a beast, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good. I think the World Series is going to be fun. I can't wait to go back to my Airbnb, get to the Airbnb tomorrow. Have a nice dinner in Madison. Hopefully, not at the W because we looked at the W. It's literally a bar, bar and grill called the W. The word double and the letter U. And we're like, oh, the pizza looks good. The wings look good. Let's go there. Then we found out it's one of the main nightclubs for the students. And I'm like, I ain't walking in that place wearing Ohio State gear. So I think I'll pass. Yeah. Yeah, so. got to figure out. I figure out what we're doing for dinner on those days too. But that's all I got, man. I'm 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 just ready to hit the road this weekend. Go down, you know, Kentucky, 
and just have a have a time, you know. Go see Joe Milton play against the Wildcats. It's my first ever SEC game, which is going to be interesting. I know you're you're saying it's like 40 degrees. For me, it's going to be like in the 70s still, late October. So I'm gonna soak in like a really good warm weekend of college football, and so I'm excited. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I I can't wait. I can't wait to be in Madison. It's one of like Wisconsin is. It, it, I'm a, such a Big Ten homer. I love the Big Ten, and for what for me to check off Wisconsin Camp Randall Stadium is huge for me. Is huge. Absolutely, and I'm losing my SEC virginity, so like it's gonna be great. It's gonna be I'm like, and it's an easy stadium to start with too. I feel like it's Lexington, like it'll be all right. I can maybe work my way up to like like South Carolina next year and then eventually try to hit like Knoxville and then eventually like Georgia or Bama. I want to hit all the SEC stadiums too. I think that's that's something that like I want to throw on my list. Yeah. I'm all about college stadiums. That's just who I am. And, you know, I want to knock the Big Ten ones out. And, you know, it it's going to be hard now that they're adding four new teams. But, you know, I'm getting close. I'm getting close. I w- slowly but surely. I really want to see. Well, two, it's uh, the Sunbelt stadiums. I want to see the uh, Coastal Carolina Stadium. Um, because it's in Myrtle, it's like on Myrtle Beach or whatever. It's sick, and then I want to see um Appalachian States in the mountains. That's a beautiful stadium. I've seen JMU in person. It's pretty cool, actually. It's a it's like because it's just on the highway right there. Um, and you see, it, and you're like, what? What team is that? It's like, oh, it's JMU. I'm like, wow, that stadium's like just as nice as like Rutgers. So like, it's crazy. What week is this? We gotta go. We'll get chance to go eight and zero. So it's week nine, right? Yeah. Crazy. Sad. It is crazy. It is crazy. We're getting ready to go into November. Some schools might have a coach, and some schools will have a coach, if that makes sense. Hint, hint. <laughs> so every day, every day this week, there has been a news break between 3 and 5 o'clock. What is going to happen on the eve of a college football to the University think- of Michigan? The hammer drops tomorrow, Cass. Like, I don't – everyone's been like, oh, the NCAA could take a while with this. They could take 90 days. But then the college football playoff committee could threaten to hold them out. And then someone's like – then they're saying, oh, the Big Ten, you know, could make the Big Ten as authority. All I'm saying is I think – and our good friend Tennessee Jeff said it. But, like, he thinks something's coming. So if he thinks something's coming and he posted today – I know the hammer is dropping tomorrow before the weekend starts. Like by I'm saying by six o'clock PM tomorrow, something's happening. Either like Harbaugh is getting like placed on administrative leave, or we're gonna find something out crazy. Something like something that's gonna really spark it is gonna happen tomorrow. It has to because they're gonna want to release the info too for all of college game day to talk about and stuff. If you're if you like. You're thinking about if you think of it as a TV product, that is the optimal time to release some news. Yeah. What if breaking news Saturday morning, the college game, 8.30, right before college game day goes on air in, in Utah, NCAA comes out and says, Michigan 
Jim Harbaugh is suspended for the rest of the year, and they are not allowed to be in postseason games. Wow. I mean, the, you want to know the messed up part about that would be? I will say this. If that happens, that's the best thing for, like, I hate to say it. Like, I don't even want to put it out there, but it's the best thing for Ohio State because we've already beaten Penn State. So, literally, this game against Wisconsin, I hate to say it, even if we somehow lost it and that happened, we're still fine. Cause you just went out and like, you have the tiebreaker with Penn state and all you gotta do is beat Michigan. So like, like literally, like if we were to, if, like, if we were able to drop, if we somehow dropped this game and that happened, it like would absolutely benefit us without a doubt. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to like ashamed of that. I, it's a fact, like it's sorry, Michigan cheated, but like, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think all these Michigan fans calling out Ryan Day and saying he's the one that leaked it. No, it's somebody from Zero the University shot. of Michigan. It was, it was, I think it was Mike yeah. Locksley. <laughs> I think Matt Weiss has something to do with it. I really do. Well, because they had so the said the FBI was investigating, and like coincidentally, a law firm got their hands on this stuff legally, apparently. And then I love every Michigan man's trying to like, like. They are terrible attorneys because honestly, I think we did a lot better as a fan base than they did like during the Urban Meyer scandal than they did. And then we handle all the COVID stuff, like trying to get the Big Ten to play us in Nebraska. So I, their their fans are really not well versed, honestly. I think they just they're in denial of knowing what is going to happen. They're in such denial. They think they're above it. <laughs> yeah, even like all the Big Ten fans, if you go on Penn State. Like Penn State Twitter, like you know, our, our my good buddy AP is big Penn State fan. They're talking about it. Like they, th- we all been talking. Him and I have been talking about it all week. Michigan is cooked, and their fans are too delusional and too blind to see it. No, I'm ha- I'm, I'm excited for my I'm excited for Penn State to get a crack at them first. I am absolutely gonna be cheering for Penn State that day. Like it's gonna be yeah, the- me too. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I know last I know last week our students in the whole stadium was going da na 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 fuck you, Penn State. I did not they are- I did not partake. It looked like in the video I was I was not singing, I swear. No, it's cool. I mean, I don't care. But like they're gonna be singing, we are fans of Penn State this week. Yeah, so. yeah. By the way, go Boilermakers. Hopefully they pull off the upset. I doubt it, but I hope they pull off the upset. It's just like at this point, though, if you don't think this guy, he wrote a manifesto. Like all the evil people in history wrote a manifesto. And I did check. Like I, I checked on the Jack Declaration of Independence and Independence's page is not a manifesto. Whoever, whoever wrote that on our Twitter I like where your head's at, but it's not a manifesto. Like I'm talking about like the communist manifesto. Like didn't the <laughs> bomber have a manifesto? Like what are some famous manifestos? Yeah. Oh man. I don't know. Did you ever watch boy meets world where, where Eric turns into Mr. Squirrels and he had me manifesto and it was just a book that had one word. I forget what the word was, but I'll have to send the clip to you. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> That's the Alabama fans manifesto. And honestly, who in the hell on Facebook or Twitter or X, whatever it's called, 
made the Spider-Man meme of Bill Clinton and Jim Harbaugh pointing at each other. That's probably one of the greatest things I saw. <laughs> Knowing that this is the 25th year anniversary of Bill Clinton's impeachment of the Monica Lewinsky trial. <laughs> like, it's, it's so hilarious. I sent it to you this morning. I saw that and I thought it's like one of the greatest things ever. Dude, it's awesome. Oh, the memes, the, dude, the memes have been awesome. Like, they've been on point. Yeah, I want to give myself some credit because I've been having some fire memes, dude. I think we're over a million like views on our podcast on the Twitter page because of it. And like, we're just about there. I just want to give like us us credit. By the way, I think the best meme I had was the Bishop Sycamore coach as Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> yeah, there was there was some good ones. There was some good ones. I like the one I I like the one I made with his shirt off and he had his hands in the air like what signs? <laughs> I didn't steal no signs. <laughs> Dude, there's some great ones. I just want to like we end this. My episode. brother sent me a meme of the. AFC North coaches, and it went to like Mike Tomlin was like Zach Taylor was like a like a camp counselor, and uh, seven Kevin Stefanski was selling insurance, and then Mike oh, Mike Tom something like that, and it had John Harbaugh that says plays plays a play, plays in a movie portraying a coach that steals signs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I like as I just end here because we have a couple seconds left. I just want to say thank you everyone for making great memes on the internet this week. Yes. All spaces. We love you all except the Michigan fans. Um, but thank you so much for ha- for listening to another episode of the Butcher Nuts podcast. I'll be in Kentucky, Cass is in Wisconsin, and as always, go Bucks. Go Bucks. <laughs>